Welcome back, Heming Brainiacs, to the Hemingway List podcast. We're talking about John Barber and his poem, Freedom. Nice poem, quite liked it. I love this poem, says Tegrific. Sometimes we have political and ethical blinders on, and we forget that the concept of freedom is as old as time. I've often wondered how different the concept of freedom must have been in history, only to find in this poem that it's not that different at all. It's both a comfort and a worry that so little have changed through the ages, yet we seem to be on a knife's edge between freedom and bondage, both mental and physical. We still need to fight to preserve what freedom we have and try to extend it to those still in chains. That's a nice sentiment, Tech. Freedom's a funny concept. I've, well, funny, interesting. I don't know. I feel like it's um, it's so um, subjective, right? And the context of freedom moves with you. Like I'm from Australia. I'm lucky. We're we're a very free country, and free enough that I feel like freedom as a concept is something that America has more discord about, you know, has more conversation about, has more interest in, um, for whatever reason, probably just because of the histories of our countries. Um, Whereas Australia, the concept doesn't come up too much. But the times that I've felt that I haven't had freedom have been very much first world problem freedoms, like feeling stuck in a in a career, you know, and feeling like a, a modern day slave, as they call it, you know, I don't know, it's probably politically incorrect to say, but, you know, feeling like a something like a slave to a corporation that, that keeps you chained there with just the right amount of money to, you know, shop at the right shop. I don't know. And it's so shallow and... Uh, What's the word? Oh, that's my microwave beeping. I'm gonna to have to go and un. I'm gonna to have to go and open that, or it's gonna keep beeping all throughout this podcast. Be right back. Sorry about that. What was I saying? Yeah. So I guess my view on freedom, or the times that I've felt that my freedom is lacking have been coming from a place of great privilege so I feel unqualified to speak on it Um, but it, it still means the same thing you know freedom feels the same regardless and the restraints on freedom I guess still inspire or evoke the same emotion whether it's just feeling trapped in a job or feeling oppressed in a, in a real way. Swim says the mama fish, he says this poem is part of a much longer work called the Bruce. Wikipedia tells us in part, Barbara was latterly archdeacon of the Kirk of St. Macau in Aberdeen. He also studied in Oxford and Paris. Although he was a man of the church, his surviving writing is strongly secular in both tone and themes. Um, the most quoted part is book one. Ah, freedom is a noble thing. Freedom may is man to have like king. Freedom all solace to man's giffies. He levies at S that freely levies. John Barber 
summarise Wikipod, was a Scottish poet and the first major named literary figure to write in Scots. His principal surviving work is the historical verse romance The Bruise the Bruce, and his reputation from his poem is such that other long works in Scots which survive from the period are sometimes thought to be by him. A bit of a Shakespeare, where we just kind of attribute so much to them. Anything that's kind of from that era, it's probably Shakespeare. Acoustic Eel says it's a hopeful message that freedom is worth more than all the money in the world, a message we could use these days. I've always found, just on a on another note, poetry difficult to engage with, you know, difficult for me to sink my teeth into the conversation, the themes, to unpack it. Occasionally a poem will strike me that I love and I love to unravel it and pick it apart line by line, word for word. But more often... I find, I go, oh yeah, okay, I get the theme, you know, freedom's nice. (laughs) And um, I find I I don't, I I struggle to to engage, and I I try to engage, but feel like I'm falling, falling flat. And so this, this book, this part of the experience here of the Hemingway List, Spending 275 odd days reading poems, I hope to get beyond that. And I'm wondering, I've been thinking a lot the last couple of days on like, all right, you know, we've read about 10 poems so far and already, like, I don't feel like my discussion prompts are getting better and I don't feel like I'm diving deeper into each poem every time. And so I've been thinking about that a lot and thinking, what, how do I engage with the world of poetry? So I'm open to ideas, guys. I'm open to suggestions. What's another approach to maybe the prompts for the day or some other way? And one thing that came to my mind, which is probably obvious and probably corny, but I, I really like this idea, so I'll throw, it in, I'll throw it out there and we can give it a try, is we read the daily poem and in the discussion, maybe we take the themes take what we like about that poem take the tone take the mood you know whatever and try our own hand at writing a poem or a few lines of poetry inspired by today's poem so for example um for this john barber one we would have done something like you know writing a poem about freedom writing a gratitude poem i think it was called was that what it's called praise poem um And writing in that style, that mood, whatever whatever strikes you about this poem that you would like to try your hand at. Um, so, question. How would you guys feel about that? Because then when we do our discussion, you know, we've had a day to digest the poem, the daily poem, and when we come back to discuss it, and especially on the podcast, I'd love to read a couple of poems from the community inspired by the poem we're discussing. I think that would be really cool corny is that cheesy is that you know is that a bit on the nose maybe but hey look we're a book club we're a literature podcast and a literature community so um i don't think corny is out of our wheelhouse now i better get on to the next poem for today hey what are we up to now it would be um jeffrey chaucer I believe 
Chaucer, 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 Geoffrey Chaucer, born somewhere around 1340, died 1400. Now, oh, I can already see. I'm going to actually bear with me a second, guys. I'm going to Google this one and see if I can maybe get a translation. Um, Alright, what was the original test? Uh, okay, I found a modern translation. Although it does say paraphrased. I don't know if this is completely paraphrased or just modernized. But here we go. The love unfeigned. True love belongs to Christ. O young, fresh folks, male or female, in which... That love grows up with your age. Return home from worldly vanity and from your heart cast off the visage to that same God that after his image you made and think all is but a fair. The world passes soon as fair flowers and love him who to earn the right for love upon a cross to buy our souls first died and rose and sits in heaven above. For he will be false to no man, dare I say, who lays his heart wholly on him. And since he is the best to love and the most meek, what need is there to seek feigned love? And I've just realized there's another poem. There's two poems today. Uh, this one's called Ballade. 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 Man, I can't read tonight. Absalom, hide your clear golden tresses. Issa, lay down your meekness. Jonathan, hide your friendly manner. Penelope and Marcia, Catown, make no comparison of your wifehood. Hide your beauties, Isolde and Helen. My lady is coming, whose beauty will outshine all this. Your fair body, let it not appear. Lavinia and you, the crests of the town of Rome. And Polyxene, who paid so much for love. And Cleopatra, with all your passion. Hide your truth of love and your renown. And you, Sisby, who have such pain of love, my lady is coming, whose beauty will outshine all of this. Hero, Dido, Lordomia, all beauties, and Phyllis hanging for thy Demophon, and Canace spied by your beloved. Hypsipyl, betrayed with Jason, make of your truth neither boast nor sound, nor hypermens Hyperminestra or Adrian, you too, my lady is coming, whose beauty will outshine all this. There you go. Nice, I like that one. I like that one more than the first one. The first one was a little bit Jesus y for me. This one was just about how much his beauty is the best beauty. His beauty, I believe, meaning his wife or love beautiful all right um well if any of that inspired you to write a verse or two please do share it with us we are all ears we don't bite we don't judge we just enjoy each other's words so please bestow them onto us all right folks thanks for listening see you tomorrow